mediated conversation on SAFM. I get to talk to Rob Byrne in our conversation for the next little bit. We're going to focus on traffic, road conditions around the provinces. Rob, how are you? Very well, thank you, John. Nice to be talking to you. Very well, thank you. Good. You you just come in and do your traffic, and you're so busy, busy, busy. Let's take. I'm a little bit bored. I'm a little bit bored, actually. (laughs) Really, is it that time of the year? It's hardly go, go, go. I was I was having a look here. Google has the the options where you can see traffic. And I was just trying yep. to see, and, and the first thing I did was go to Cape Town, and it's just orange and red in the city centre. So there's still action happening in some places. Yeah, there, there is, but uh, not as much. I mean, the city centres this time of year are absolutely uh, emptying out. It will be busy a little bit later today around Cape Town, the right. elevated freeway going in and the beaches and what have you. But uh, people are generally just taking their time to wake up and get going this time of year. Okay, on a national level, what are you seeing over the last few days? Well, what we're seeing is, as I alluded to in my report, uh, it looks like a lot of traffic heading down to KZN. Despite the issues with the beaches around Durban, um, it is proving a very popular destination. As I was saying, about a thousand vehicles an hour uh, at uh, at the peak, at the height of the sort of vehicle count. Uh, but then it can be like 600, 700, 800 an hour for most of the day. And it's been like that for the last week since last Thursday uh, into public holiday Friday. And it hasn't really stopped. There's a terrific amount of traffic going that way. Uh, the run out of Cape Town towards holiday destinations, yeah, manageable. The run from Pretoria, Gauteng, up towards Polokwane. Mm. Well, that is still to come, obviously, this weekend. So that's been uh, fairly much okay. And that's sort of been the pattern everywhere. I'm not sure whether uh, there's a bit of a stay-at-home uh, thing about this uh, holiday season. We'll we'll get a much better idea after the next uh, mm. couple of days. Mm. We, we've been lucky with the weather as well. There hasn't been too bad weather around the country. Well, it's a mixed bag. Uh, you know, I do TV crossings every morning and I listen to the weather guys there and they do really talk about sort of uh, sunshine and showers. Some places are, are getting nice, really hot temperatures and others are, are raining. Like if you're just taking your holidays out of Kauteng down into Durban, you arrive into rain this morning. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> which I've, nev- I've never understood that uh, phenomenon of going into the rain in uh, December. I've never got my head around that one. Yeah, but you hang around in Cape Town, so we're not Cape even Town, talking. Yeah. But I'll tell, tell you what we have noticed is just a general sort of shifting in traffic patterns generally mm-hmm. around the country. Um, and there's two things two things for that. So we're not really talking about holiday. We're talking about sort of day-to-day traffic. But you yeah. talk about Cape Town and its traffic. Anecdotally, well, there's two ways to, to, to measure this. One is to look at it on a day-to-day basis and, and view it and see it and sense it. The other is to then look in the figures and say, well, because traffic is us, right? It's, it's no one else. The traffic is us as a, as a people and how we move and, and what we do. Um, and then you look at the figures and Census 22 um, d- delivered some very interesting figures. And that sort of then seems to match because I'd come on and say yeah, Cape Town is the busiest traffic city in the country, uh, without a doubt. Uh, these days, it is just a, it is just a traffic mess uh, from you know morning time right through the day until the uh, the, the drive home is done, mm-hmm. and and that's a reasonably new sort of phenomenon. And then you look at those census figures, and it shows city of Cape Town only a hundred thousand people in population behind Joburg, and I think that uh, would wow. astound yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, on top of that, John, yeah. uh, Cape Town cities with with two times the growth in population yes. currently than Joburg has as well. So you look at the figures, you look at the sort of anecdotal, and it all makes sense. And the issue with Cape Town is the space is limited. So there's the the roads are small, for cars cars seem to be much smaller. But we need to move on, Rob. Quickly, are drivers behaving themselves on the road? Have you seen accidents? Have you seen bad driving that have been coming to you? People are sending to you. Yeah, always. It's um, it's how we roll in South Africa, isn't it? Uh, you see it at the local stop sign. 
you know, as you pull out of your house and maybe go down to the shop or take the kids to school through the first stop, yeah. people just drive straight through it, don't yeah, they? Sure. And then you take that attitude and that lack of discipline and lack of authority onto the national level, national roads. Uh, it's a recipe for disaster. And of course, with the, the high volume of truck traffic as well. Um, you know, they, they don't help. Trucks are crashing all over the place and mm. sometimes motorists can get caught in that. But you know what I say if you're driving long distance, and this is really important, as well as wearing your seatbelt and, and don't uh, drink and drive and don't speed, the most important thing you can do is leave that three to four second gap between you and the vehicle in front. That is absolutely key. You don't see enough of it. You see people racing up behind you, you know, putting pressure on themselves and you to get past. And then you're at the next traffic lights, you're right up behind them. So you get nowhere. Uh, except put yourself in a lot of danger. So three to four seconds, increase following distance this uh, holiday season. Rob Byrne, thank you very much. Good chatting, and we'll catch up with you again this afternoon. Pleasure. Rob Byrne, with all our traffic news, let's get some specifics from different provinces around the country. Let's start down in the Western Cape with the Western Cape Department of Mobility's MEC, Ricardo McKenzie. MEC, thank you very much for joining us. What are the road conditions like in the Western Cape at the moment? Thank you very much and thank you for having me this morning. Uh, the road conditions is fairly uh, uh, quiet. It's not as busy as I heard your uh, Rob said earlier on. It's not as busy as it was the last three days. Uh, people seem to have either arrived at their destination or we'll see the last minute dash over the next day or two with people heading home to their families. So the roads are busy but not as busy as over the last uh, two or three days. Obviously, we're going into the long weekend coming. It's a four-day weekend uh, going to Christmas. So we know people are going to travel across the Western Cape to visit their families. And we ask people just to please be kind. Just please mm. take care of yourself. We are losing too many lives on the road. And Rob has also indicated just bad behavior, irresponsible driving. And it comes from people doing the silly things, starting from home and not stopping at a stop street, not buying the, the rules of a four-way stop. And they're taking that behavior onto the national roads. And that is why you see some of the crashes we see on the roads. There's a fascinating thing that's been pointed out to me recently where people think, and it's, it's not just here, it's everywhere, I guess, where when you get in the car, you think the road belongs to you and everybody else must get out of your way. Yes, and you've seen it not only with the small vehicles, we've seen it with the minibus taxi drivers, we see it with the, the truck drivers, we see because of the collapse of rail, We've seen a massive amount of trucks on our road, mm. and that is uh, contributed to obviously to the big crashes that we see. Because what we also notice is guys driving from Johannesburg, thinking and right uh, on their view, they need to get to their destination and drop off the goods. But uh, it's irresponsible. You cannot drive in a big truck non-stop or stop for a short period of time. Uh, it's just completely irresponsible. So the, it's not just the driver; it's the owner and the companies of these trucks. They have a massive responsibility to schedule the drivers accordingly, have an additional driver, make sure they proper stop rest on their way, whether they go to Cape Town in this case or go anywhere across the country. The owners have a massive responsibility because they are the ones that are telling the driver, you must be in Cape Town tomorrow by mm. 5 o'clock. Uh, MEC, quickly, are the ones who's giving the uh, we're very proud of our national roads. What are the Western Cape secondary roads and, and uh, district roads looking like at the moment? Our roads are in great condition, despite the fact that we had a flood and uh, roads have been upgraded very speedily. So um, it's incredible. Our secondary roads are good. People uh, are behaving on our secondary roads. So our roads are in great condition. We've, one thing that we can't complain in the Western Cape is our road infrastructure. 
And everywhere I've been the last six, seven days across the Western Cape, mm. people from other provinces are commenting on our high-quality road infrastructure. And we, we got a caller wanting to know the, the general rule for overloaded trailers. When you find, when, it, when a truck has been overloaded and you find that out, I guess, at a waybridge, what happens? When the truck is overloaded, it depends, obviously. But if it's dangerously packed, they will get a fine and they will force them to make another plan for the journey. I was with a situation like this in Weybridge in Mauriceburg, I think. And there the owner was called mm. and the owner brought a secondary vehicle to come and help unpack the, their truck and they had to get to the destination. Um, that's what happened, I think, two weeks ago when okay. we were at the Weybridge operation. All right, so they, they, they impound the truck almost until it's lightened and correct and legal. They don't just let it go after a fine. Yes. Okay. That, no, no, they send a second truck and they repack some of the stuff in the second truck and the journey continued. But they did get a fine on the spot, yeah. MAC, Ricardo McKenzie from the Western Cape Department of Mobility. Thank you very much. Let's move to, where are we going? To the Northern Cape. We just go north to MEC uh, Nomandla Blum, the Northern Cape Department of Transport Safety and Liaison. MEC, I'm hoping to spend some time in your province in March. What are the road conditions like? Wallace at home and in the broader South Africa, in the Northern Cape specifically. Currently, as we speak, our roads are so busy, but I, I could assure you, our viewers, also our road users, this, that since from the 1st of this December month, 2023, it's identical, uh, we identified some critical roads in the province, but, but because of this, we had to do it with a K78 roadblocks prior to the festive of some of the critical roads, namely the N12, the N18, the N14, N10, N1, and R31. We did this K78 roadblocks mm. because it was a fully fleshed roadblocks whereby we were together with different stakeholders like the police, our community safety forum, our health department, all those who we are working with. Now, in the Northern Cape, since the 8th, after I've launched the festive season uh, plan. There's an integrated festive season plan that has been developed, targeting all road users through intensified traffic law enforcement operations and road safety activations. Now, the operation plan has been developed in the case that it will see that the deployment of provincial with a provincial municipal officers as well as the South African Police Service as force multipliers. Now, let me tell you, let, let me tell our, uh, our road users and our viewers at home that the objectives of this campaign is to focus, to save the lives of our people by reduce, reducing road crashes and fatalities. Now, the objective of this campaign is not only to ensure smooth or flow on traffic, but also to prevent negligent and reckless driving, which could result in road crashes, injuring, injuries, and fatalities. Now, the thing is, what causes these fatalities? Our fatal crashes alongside on our roads in the Northern Cape are caused mainly by human factors. Some of these factors we have observed that driving or walking under the influence of alcohol, speeding, cell phone use while driving, not wearing seat belts, 
dangerous overtaking, unfit vehicles, pedestrian negligence. Critics, our road users, our drivers need to rest, really. And also vehicles overloading and just walking of our people. Mm. What are, the, what are the Northern Cape roads like, uh, uh, MEC? It's all very well making sure that people are driving well, but if the roads are in poor condition, it's very difficult to do that. No, no, under no way. Our national roads in the Northern Cape, really, they are very much roadworthy. Mm-hmm. People can drive smoothly. I can attest. I can attest because I'm the MEC of... <laughs> Our roads, no. And the secondary roads? Secondary roads here and there, but maybe, maybe, maybe internal roads, but not too bad as far as Northern Cape is concerned. That is why we are having uh, little or our fatalities. I know that one death is really too many for one to to die on on our roads, but since the reflection of in comparison of the crashes we had in the previous year, so from the first during the period first December to the 18th of December, mm. the same the same period. Last year we had a road crashes 23. I know it was, but this year 13 it is reduced by 10. Excellent. Not knowing how we are still going, we are going yeah, yeah. into our Christmas years. Road fatalities from 26 the, the the previous year. Now only by the 18th we only had 14, and 14 of them. Four were pedestrians, mm. I think it's jaywalking, and two were from Kimberley, one from Bristown, and one from Robertson. All right, let me see. Like I said, I'm spending some time there in March. I'm going to do a road, I'm road tripping the Northern Cape in March. So I hope those roads are still looking good by the time I get out there. No, it is. It is. I'm assuring you, we are busy. We are busy on our roads on a daily basis. Road maintenance is going on. Yeah. All right. Really? E- even in the little towns, because that's always the worry. These little towns that have just let things fall apart. No, the little towns we are because most of them are, yes, they are provincial roads, of which there are some of them are under the municipality. But the road maintenance is continuing. As we speak, when you drive from, let me just make an example, from Kimberley Road, when you go to Uppington, mm. there are always road maintenance. The public works is now one of the, 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 the department that is uh, in charge of the road infrastructure in the province. They are always busy. We do care as a Northern Cape for our road users and for our people in South Africa and whoever is entering our province. MEC Namandla Blum, I'll let you get that phone. Northern Cape Department of Transport Safety and Liaison MEC. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm hoping to spend some time down in the Northern Cape. It's, I'm looking forward to it, really. Let's go to our final guest for now. We're going to talk Mpumalanga, the MEC Mpumalanga. Transport and Community Safety is Vusi Shongwe, MEC. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, you're going to have some answers, uh, MEC, because we've seen pictures of roads in Mpumalanga. Things are not looking good in that province. Uh, would you agree or disagree with that? Uh, good morning, and uh, good morning to your listeners. Uh, I must say our road conditions are, are, are averagely uh, uh, usable. Let me say and quantify what uh, yeah. I mean by that. There are there are, there are national roads in Pumalanga, your M4, uh, your M12, M17, mm-hmm. your R573, your R40, uh, your M2, 
uh, which is not good, uh, is still under construction. Uh, Sandra is dealing with that particular part of the road. Uh, we are having your N11 uh, connecting to uh, KZN, which is uh, usable and is in good condition. Uh, then you have your R23, which was a very terrible road, and Sandra has intervened, and the road now is usable and very busy. Uh, then you have your intermediate roads, mm. which are sometimes, you know, uh, bad. They're, bad, uh, bad. Yeah, At least yeah, you're admitting it, MEC. I'm glad you're admitting it to know no, that there's I do, a problem. I do, and we have a plan for those roads. Yeah. And I can tell you we had a meeting uh, with the National Minister of Transport uh, together with Sanran. Uh, we have agreed as Pumalanga uh, that we are going to have hand over some of this road uh, to Sandra so that uh, they can uh, fix it for us because we do not have uh, a necessary capacity precisely because of the budget cut in the country that all of you are aware of. So those, I, I just recently did the Dulstrom to Leidenberg Road. That was atrocious. Leidenberg itself is just, was just, it was more sand than there was tar. Um, what are the roads, that, that tourist area that, that Mpumalanga is very proud of, Hazyview, Sabi, White River, Pilgrim's Rest, that kind of area, what are those roads like at the moment? No, they are, they are, they are usable. They are usable. Usable? They are or are they, they fantastic? Are yeah, they are usable. Usable. Uh, maybe you can have... Uh, a problematic one, which is your Numbi uh, road uh, to Kruger National Park, yes. which uh, is also getting an attention, uh, and for the safety of our tourists, that's precisely what you're saying, that we are posting, you know, tourism as Bumalanga, we're doing very well in that space, and we're jealous regarding, you know, for, 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 for our tourists uh, in whatever way, whether road uh, safety and whatever. That is going to make them to be comfortable and safe in the profit. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing the uh, the Sabi Hazy View Road is being closed, so you got to go the long way around to get there. Got to go via yeah, Crosscorp yeah. or via oh, you got to go all the way down south to why via White River to get there. Well, unfortunately, that is the situation. Unfortunately, there's nothing much that we can do. Some of our roads are under construction and so on. Uh, you 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 have to via that uh, those, those particular roads. Uh, that is an unfortunate part. Uh, uh, we 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 are coping. We are, we are doing everything in our power to make sure that our province, you know, everything. Uh, Let me see everything. Yes. What is the timeline for these roads? You're talking handing it over to to National Roads and Sanral. What is the timeline where somebody can be able to get in there in a normal sedan and be able to drive on one lane of the road from Dulstrom to Leidenburg? Yeah, no, the timeline is immediately we come back uh, to this uh, busy time. We are going to have a meeting as a cabinet with uh, Sanral and the Minister of Transport. That's what we have said. The first thing... Uh, we open in January. We are there. So this time next year, when I phone you, the roads are not just usable, they're going to be fantastic. Oh, at this time, uh, yeah, we are talking for a very long time. I think in the mid of uh, next year, we will be better than what we are. Yeah. Yeah.
MEC, we will hold you to that. Thank you very much. MEC of Mpumalanga, Trans- uh, the Mpumalanga Transport and Community Safety MEC, Usi Shongwe, joining us here on the Mediated Conversation. We've got three minutes. We're three minutes short. So I hang my head in shame. Uh, we might be able to squeeze uh, a, a few messages in. Let's have a look. See on this one. Uh, N1 traveling to Polokwane, 20 kilometers off to Kranskop. An accident's just happened. We'll send that off to Rob Byrne. He will double check that. Uh, drivers avoid tailgating. Increase following distances, says Mandla. And who else we got? Patrick says, drive in your own car. Uh, drivers, drivers, if you own the car, not as if you own the road. I like that. Drive as if you own the car and not as if you own the road. Let's play this voice note. Good morning, John. The quality of the N12 where it goes through Kimberley Town, which is supposed to be, yes. you know, the central area, is is appalling. It's, it's actually embarrassing and frustrating that this used to be a very high, good quality road. Now it's just like... A back street road, not it doesn't look like a national road. It's just so embarrassing how the ANC has just taken our country down to the doldrums. No maintenance at all on a national road. I'm surprised to hear the MC talk the door for for her looking at that poor quality. Is good. Sure. Oh, here. Thanks. That's what I found as well. Hello, you, John. This is back in Cape Town. Wait, wait, wait. Before you talk, that's what I find about the national roads as well. You're, you're, when your national road goes through a town, uh, N or, or one of the major roads goes through a town, the road is great, 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 great. You get to the town with a little 60 sign comes up and the traffic cop is standing uh, behind a sign. Then it becomes bad. And that's not looked after when you're going through town and you, you find uh, all the furniture stores and there's always a pep store there and there's a KFC. And then you get out of town and it's fine again. What happens in town? Why are things not being looked after in town? Good morning, SFM. You know, us in the Western Cape, we say we drive on the left side of the road. Yes. Anywhere else in the country. You have to drive what is left of the road. <laughs> yeah, we've had that Please, one. Sir. I like that one. Hello, John. This is back in Cape Town. I was hoping you will ask the MEC, Ricardo, um, what is their plan um, with regard to the mushrooming motorbikers, the Uber, um, you know, the what What do you call them? Uber bikers and so Delivery forth. riders, yeah. That are mushrooming now on our roads, you know, um, you know, they don't follow um, the road rules by, you know, laws and what when they are over, they don't, when they are overtaking you, they just like, you know, like many other, you know, um, bikers, they will always like drive between the cars and what and so forth. When you are by the stop sign or by the traffic lights, they will always like drive in front of you or cut you off and what and so forth. And also I would like to you to ask him the percentage insofar as what, um, what is the number of those who have actually broken the law, those who have we have actually been given tickets accordingly. This is by King Kepta. Yeah.